Hello my imaginary friends, it's SM Twin here with the lovely Jane Twin. Hello. Hello. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. <laughs> Lock the record button. Yes, it's the 22nd of July 2018. You have to speak up a little bit, darling. So. Um, yes. I was just surprised, so I think it's 22nd. Okay, yep. Yes. So, we're doing this little... Double-handed boo, um, as, um... Double-handed. Well, there's two of us yeah. here. Okay. Um, actually, we've got four hands, haven't we, between us? Yeah, that's why I'm confused. Quadruple-handed anyway, boo. carry on. Um, there's a particular purpose to this boo. It's meant to answer a question that we were asked a little while ago by Paul Amani, which was... Which was, what do you think about this article? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, he sent us a link on Twitter of uh, an article... Um, from the New York Times, um, nytimes.com website. And it's an opinion piece by Jenny Russell called Boris Johnson Has Ruined Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I propose we do mm-hmm. is, uh, if I read it out, mm-hmm. you can interrupt me with some thoughts. Okay. You're going to read the whole thing? Yes. It's going to be long. Yeah. <laughs> It's what? not the shortest article, just to warn you. Mm. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, you can always speed me up if you think you want to speed me up. Mm. So, um, for the first time... Sorry, for the second time in three years, Boris Johnson, a political... Oh, God, this is going to take ages if I keep making yeah. mistakes, isn't it? Yeah. Goodness me. Are you, you sure? Do you want to read the whole thing? Yes. Mm. London, for the second time in three years... Boris Johnson, a politician whose ambition and superficial charm far outstrip his ability, judgment or principles, is destabilising the British government and threatening the country's future. Mm. On Monday, Mr Johnson, in protest against Prime Minister Theresa May's plans for Brexit, resigned from his post as Foreign Secretary. Now Mrs May's authority, longevity and ability to deliver a Brexit without causing an economic crisis are in question. But further political paralysis seems certain. Yeah, see, I my impression of the of the whole thing was that he's given far too much credit. Um, he is given far too much credit. He's given too. Far he is given. Yeah. Right. Okay. In this in this article. Right. See, and so that's in the, already coming out in the first two paragraphs. I'm not entirely sure that that he has that much power anymore, um, because people see through him now, and um, so. From from that, I mean, first of all, you know, him having been foreign secretary, apparently the foreign office, heaved a huge sigh of relief when he left. Um, they were all glad because he's been completely useless as um, foreign secretary, and there have even been cynical suggestions that Theresa May only put him in as foreign secretary because that meant he had to swan off to different places all over the world and he wouldn't be in parliament to make trouble for her and she wouldn't have to see very much of him mm. and he'd be kept out of the way. Mm. Um, it kind of worked. Uh, yeah, only that, you know, he's damaged Britain's international standing. So, again, it's all about her staying in power rather than what's best for the country. What would have been best for the country, especially in these different times and the way she goes about... Um, um, making herself impossible to to the EU, um, you know, and, and actually she would have had to work and, and, you know, get a lot of goodwill 
with the EU, with countries around the world, blah, 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 blah. You would have had to have a very skilled diplomat um, in there. But it's not about having a skilled diplomat and, um, and, and sort of preparing for all those trade deals that she wants to get. Instead, she's got this buffoon going around the world, making things even more impossible. Um, but it's out of the way. It's, he's out from under her nose. So that's all that matters. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure that he, he, he's going to disdain. I mean, we haven't heard much about him. I think there are others who are far more dangerous than him. From from what I've heard, um, the other MPs um, just just look at him with disdain. So I don't think he's got much of a following because he's not, he's too narcissistic to have garnered his own, you know, and, and, and sort of build relationships and networks because he's not been able to do that having been away but also he's not the kind of guy who builds networks around him so he hasn't got a lot of people you know he hasn't got allies he hasn't got people around him like you know the ERG have they're a group and they're all in it together whereas he's pretty much on his own and he hasn't got any followers so I don't really see what he oh, can how do how do you know this though? Um, just sort of what I've, I've picked up from political journalists um, and and all the stuff that came out after he resigned, um, and we've not heard, you know, I've not seen much about him, you know, how that he that this would be dangerous, that he's left, um, um, and and we we kind of know we've we've seen before that he doesn't have a following, um, he's 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 pretty much there on his own, and he's he's um, he's dis he's despised by many people. Because he will, he will pitch up his tent wherever, wherever he sees fit for his own purposes, and I think a lot of people see that and know that, and that doesn't go down that well in politics, you know. Even in, even if you're, you have a damaging belief to the country, at least you have to have a belief that you follow through with. Whereas, you know, he's, he's, he, he was all pro EU um, a few years ago, and then mm. as soon as he noticed that. He might get, um, you know, which is what a lot of them are doing for their, our own MP included. Um, he saw an opportunity. He saw that, an opportunity. That, oh, look, here's a load of sceptics in the Conservative yeah. Party. I could become I can, their champion. I can go and I could favor. then, I could then. If I go, if I hang my, my flag on that particular mast now, and that's what he did. Mm. So, and he changes allegiance however it fits in with him. And I think people notice that. And that's why he hasn't got a proper following, because you never know. You know, he's not he's not a leader, not a cult leader in that way, because he changes his beliefs depending on, you know. So so he can't really have that following because people want to have one belief. They're not going to change their beliefs all the time. So therefore, I'm not entirely sure how dangerous he is at this so point how in does, time. How does Theresa May get away with it? Because she keeps changing her mind and doing U-turns. Yeah, but you notice... Yeah, but, you know, well... The, I mean, she, was a, she campaigned for Remain and then she... Yeah, which leave, is why you will see that a lot of leavers are saying, "Oh well, she was never, she was never a proper leaver. She was never a proper Brexiter. She's been, you know, especially after the Chequers deal, and many of them now are saying, "Oh yeah, well, typical. She's going for a soft Brexit. So, yeah, she's betrayed the country, but then she never believed in Brexit. She was always a Remainer. So yeah, she's she's got that same problem, that same image but problem. How does she survive? Just because she's she's good at garnering people's support. And... No, because she's good at, at at just working in her own little, very intimate circle, um, away from the spotlight. So she kind of 
makes those deals behind closed doors and she's very good at deflecting blame from herself and she's very good at sort of making day-to-day the right deals with the right people to stay in power one more day. If you if you follow politics very closely with her, it really is from day to day, hence this surrendering to the ERG on Monday, that was just to stay in, 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 in power one more day. Then she goes to Northern Ireland, she comes out with all that rubbish. That was just to keep the DUP sweet. Um, you know, so it's just from one day to the next. She's really just, yeah. That's that's why she's doing it. Mm. And he would if he was in that position. So here, let me just read you the last three paragraphs okay. of this article. Yeah. So all of Mr Johnson's weaknesses have been exposed. His lazy reluctance to do detail, his preference for blustering over thinking, his contempt for business. The, camp- the campaign was meant to secure his, feature- his future. Instead, in damaging the country, he fears he has wrecked his own future too. As one of his mm-hmm. allies told me last month, quote, he knows that the verdict of history is about to come down on him and bury him, unquote. Mr Johnson seems to believe that this is his last chance to become Prime Minister. After his resignation this week, he hopes to be reborn as a rebel who will lead the party but more likely is that he will once again create political chaos without delivering what he wants. Two years ago, the side effect of Mr Johnson's ambitious manoeuvring was to split the country and risk the prosperity and security of all Britons for decades. Now, Mm -hmm. just as a fragile basis for negotiation emerges, his selfish drive for vindication, attention and admiration threatens that too. Mm. End of article. Yeah. So I mean it was a bit longer, so you know, do go and read the whole thing if you're if you're interested. Um, um I I think yeah, so I I I think he's he's getting way too much credit. It wasn't just him. I mean, yes, he he played a dangerous game and he was quite he was I mean he was London mayor and a lot of people um, still liked him for that, even though there were so a lot of critics pointing out that he spent a lot of unnecessary money on this garden bridge that never got built, and um, and then there was this thing about the the buy lots of um, water cannons or or whatever, and so he overspent massively. So he didn't exactly have a great reputation where the the money side was concerned, um, and people already noticed that he would write articles you know one minute it was this and the next minute he was saying the opposite um but yeah that really changed um uh, in early 2016 when he thought he could um if he goes for leave then um that'll that'll get him somewhere so i think one one thing the um the whole thing about the bent bananas so a lot of people uh, still remember this and their only beef with the EU is that oh yeah yeah many regulations they tell us how bent our bananas can be that is down to him that was something that he wrote in an article and he made up the whole thing is not actually true mm-hmm. and yet so many people believe it and that's 350 million on the side of the bus <laughs> did he come up with that yeah that was it really are you sure was that mm. him that came up with it he just stood in front of the bus I'm not sure whether whether that was actually him personally that came out with it. Um, so he 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 go and he he lies as I as I said in the in the recent book that um, in even in his in his own resignation speech he came up with this stuff about the the lorry 
um, cabins that the EU was supposedly um, against um, making that safer when actually that the, the whole way he told that story was completely untrue. Um, so he just, he just, but this is where we are now. Politicians just throw out lies and mm. they go unchallenged and um, people never, uh, the, the media doesn't make sure that, that, um, that they, they, they discuss these stories enough. Uh, so they don't discredit them when the politicians lie, mm. but they also never at the time discuss them enough so that people will remember, because this is all a few years ago, so that people enough people remember and go, what's he on about? That's not how this happened. So, you know, people would just believe what these politicians say. So he comes out with random lies like that, um, and, and he often gets away with it because that was sticking in people's heads. So that's what that's what he's very good at, um, but people also also remember this power struggle with uh, Michael Gove, um, and you mm. know so so I think the general opinion about him is that he's no longer because he used to appear on on Have I Got News for You the comedy program so many times and you know and he's a good sport and stuff but that's just his charm but um, I think people see through that now I think people people now have this impression that he can't be trusted mm. um so um uh but yeah I, I i i don't think it was just him i mean yes he's he was definitely he was one of the figureheads um uh at the time but i think he's had so many scandals in the foreign office i don't think he's got a particularly good standing i don't think in the house of commons there's a lot of support for him um, you know, now the latest thing is that um, week after resigning, he's still in his in his foreign office home. Um, um, you know, which is sort of cynical. People say it's a little bit like what the Brexiters want to get out of the EU, so they leave, but they still want to have all the benefits. <laughs> yeah. uh, and as a, I saw a picture of him coming out and expecting his ministerial car to be there, and that had gone, but he's still <laughs> he's still living in the house. So, um, yeah, it's all about having your cake and eating it with him. Um, so, yeah, so he's more of a... He should have stuck to journalism, really. He shouldn't have gone into politics. But I really don't think it's just him. You know, Gove is just as complicit, and Gove is just about feathering his his own nest as much. You know, now he's coming, oh, we never should have... Yeah, we, we went with the anti-immigration line a bit too much. We never should have said that thing about Turkey. No, he bloody well shouldn't, you know. So, and he's a cabinet minister. He's still there, and he lied. Then there's Penny Morden, who went on the BBC political program at the time, saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Turkey can join any time, and then all those Turks will come over, and oh, and we don't have a veto." Complete lie, absolute mm. complete lie. Both yeah. of these things completely untrue. Well, she's in government, so none of these people well, are being held to account. Yeah, and it was it was collectively it was it was it was yeah, all that's of them. the same thing that, that that thing about going around saying things that are ludicrous. Yeah. Getting not, away get you know, getting yeah, getting loads of headlines, not being challenged. Yeah. Um, um you know, that's that's happening mm-hmm. in all sorts of places. You yeah. Know, people talk about Donald Trump yeah. doing that. And mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. so he's certainly, got that down to a T. Yeah. So no wonder he he, ad- he admires Boris Johnson. So what do you think? What do you think the future holds? But I don't. I really don't think it's just it's just him. What do you think the it's future just, holds for Boris you know, Johnson? And I 
don't know. I don't know what he's going to do now. I mean, um, he's already gone back to writing for The Spectator or something again, hasn't he? Um, so I think he's got a fairly lucrative job there. Um, and then we'll see whether... Well, he's still an MP, so we'll see whether the people of Uxbridge will vote him back in again, especially since he was noticeably absent for the um, Heathrow vote. Um, I don't think he had a massive majority there last time, so we'll see what happens. Um, um, or whether he'll reinvent himself, or... I'm kind of expecting him... That's why we haven't heard much of him this week. I'm kind of expecting him to lie low for a bit, and then he'll jump on some other bandwagon um, and try to try to get powerful that way. I'm not sure he's got the... He's... You know, whether he can still be Prime Minister. I think... I think that, that train went a long time ago. He's not made himself popular. Oh, you're looking up his majority and? 50.8% of the vote. As opposed to Labour, 40%. Yeah, but how big still? It's a few thousand then. It's not that close. Oh, well. Well, the, um, the ma we'll majority was it. his majority was slashed by half. Ah, okay. Yeah, that happened to a lot of Conservatives. Well, like I say, we'll see what happens after the Heathrow vote, because I think his constituencies were a little bit miffed about that. <laughs> um, I say, yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I don't... I'd, um, I think there was a lot... There were other people involved. Yes, he played a big role, but there were others involved, and I think we've also suffered um, from a very unfortunate set of circumstances such as you know the way it's played out the conservative leader we got um and the people she put in place but also um very much that we just have a completely complicit opposition if we had a functioning opposition then things would have played out differently as well i believe um, there would have think... there would have been a lot of things that the conservatives would have not got away with. But it um, seems to me that 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 you know that Brexit is a poison chalice, and so mm -hmm. you know that's why um, um, David Cameron resigned mm -hmm. um, in two thousand six, right after the, Bre the Brexit 16. vote, two thousand sixteen, right after the Brexit vote, because he could see that this was going to be a, a horrible mess, and he didn't want the blood on his hands. Wow. I mean, he already he got us into the he, mess. He, so. Yeah, I know, yeah. but he didn't want to. <laughs> He didn't want to have the blood on his, on his hands, so he yeah. walked away. See, so he can have a share you know, of blame and then, as well. You know, and you had, um, he didn't you know, make and, a and, and you had you had Gove and, and mm. Gove and Johnson were both candidates for the leadership, mm -hmm. and they both until Gove stabbed him in the back. So Gove then stabbed Johnson in the back, mm -hmm. and then Gove resigned straight away as well, or yeah. stepped down from the from the contest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. All these people that we hear about, oh, they really want to be the Prime Minister, you know, the two that you mentioned, Gove and, and, and Johnson, mm -hmm. they, they, they wanted to be Prime Minister, but not on that particular, you know, but not from 2016, because because no. because it was a poison chalice. So they, they, they've gone, scu gone scuttering off to, scuttering? That's the word, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, to, to, to wait in the wings and then, and then, ho and then hope that Brexit will be a mess, and then they can then come in and swoop in and be the same. Yes, yes. And and I think the same. Is, and what, I think the same is I've true. And I think Johnson. the same is true of Corbyn. Mm -hmm. So he wants to. He does. You know, he allegedly wants to be prime minister, but he doesn't. Mm -hmm. But if he wanted to do it now, he had he plenty of opportunities. Yeah. 
to break to, to, to bring down the yep. government, but he doesn't he want it either. He could have done it last week. He yep. doesn't want it either. So the, I think no, he Theresa wants May Brexit to go a, and be a disaster, so he yeah. can come in and then say and blame it all on blame on the Tories. Yeah, exactly. And then hope that people will be too stupid, but, and they will be, especially his followers, too stupid to see that actually he helped the Conservatives every single step mm. of the way. Of course, he's, for his own he's personal, just as guilty. Yeah. And so Theresa May to go. Corbynistas wake up. He needs to go. But when? Well, now would be good if we had someone. If we had someone come in who's actually, you know, if we had a Labour leader now who who is more centrist and more moderate, um, who's more, uh, who's sensible, um, and who who can point out the damage that this would cause to the country, um, especially as they're still talking about this no deal thing all the time, then I think things would shift. Also, if Labour actually stood there as a Remain party, because I mean, there's all these Remainers. And all the people who go, well, I don't really want this, but who do I vote for? I can't vote for the Tories because they're for it. Um, so, so I'm going to vote for for Labour, shall I? Yeah, but then Labour is also the Labour front bench is also completely for Brexit. So, who do I vote for? Lexit. That's, Lexit. Yeah. So that's why that's why Labour got so many votes uh, in the last election, and that's why the Brexiters have been able to stand there and go, oh, over eighty percent of people voted for pro Brexit parties. Not realising that a lot of Remainers voted for Labour, thinking, well, Labour are, are Remain. Labour are not going to make it as bad as the Tories are. So that's why so much support went from the Tories, and that's why Theresa May lost so much support, because so many people went, OK, I'm going to go to Labour, not realising, actually, that, that Corbyn is completely pro-Brexit. They were just taken in by, oh, yes, we're going to get rid of t- tuition fees and da 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 all the things that they're annoyed about, so they just voted for those issues, not realizing actually that no, they're pro Brexit, and there's not going to be any money to do all these nice things that he's saying. Plus, look at what his policies yeah, actually are. Yeah, but that are. was last year. So yeah, but this is, but it's still, it's still ongoing. They're still pro Brexit, and they have, and they have, and they actually admitted that the Labour Party only has this very small minority i think corbyn himself i saw the video corbyn himself said there's a very small minority in the labor party that is complete pro-brexit and those are the people he's pandering to but then that's his opinion too whereas the large majority of the labor party is actually pro-remain yeah they don't want this to happen so therefore if he went what you mean, talking about party, back to his bloody about party members yeah, yeah party members yeah so, and, and a lot of labor mps as well yeah um so if he went back and, and just tended to his allotment, as he should be doing at his age, and we just got someone in who's a bit younger, more charismatic, and someone who can, you know, someone who's got more, 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 more centrist and more sensible ideas, um, they could they could wipe the floor with the Conservatives at the moment. Yeah. It's completely nonsensical that the worst government in living memory... Um, that, and and uh, that this is people who you are way remember. older than me. You remember um, Gordon Brown, do Oh well, he he looks like a star now. <laughs> I mean, at least he didn't he didn't damage too much. I mean, for heaven's sake. Um, he apparently he saved he saved the world economy, didn't he, in two thousand and eight? Allegedly. <sighs> well, yeah. I mean, he wasn't cut out to be leader, was he? But I mean, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> There's all these people with their grand plans to want to be prime minister, and they're not actually cut out for it. Um, so I wish I wish men would just realise when they've reached the top of of their ability, and then let mm. others take over. Like a woman. 
for instance. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, no, seriously. No, I mean, seriously. Yeah, she'd be good. Did you see her questioning Theresa May? I did, yeah. About, about the... Um, well, how would this actually work with your customs on, plan? So at which, point, at which point would they, would they pay the, the, the tariff then? When the goods arrive in Italy or when they come to the UK? So how would it actually... Well, I've already explained it. No, I still don't really understand it. She <laughs> asked her about four times and you could see that by the end, Theresa May was looking really she ratty. She quite flustered than as usual. Well, she looked irritated like she always does when somebody asks her a question and doesn't take um, her blustery answer for an uh, for, for, for an answer but, but comes back with more questions. Usually she can move on, can't she? But mm. she couldn't then, so yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, so I do believe if somebody came in and there have been calls for... For um uh, for one of, one of the millibands, I don't know, it's like Ant and Deck, I don't know which is which. Um, for one of them Glenn. to come come back, who? Glenn. There's no Glenn. It's Ed or Davis is your choice. Uh, David is your choice on this one. Can't you? You never heard of Glenn Millerband? No. No. Never mind. Right. Anyway, so. Back Chattanooga choo choo. Never mind. Um. It's an, old, it's an old joke. Whoosh, it's over an old my joke. Head. Yeah, but is it now? Is now the right time? Because I don't think it's the right time, and I think that's what? why nobody's well, stepping up. When do you up. think is the best I don't time? Think, I th- I, I, How th- much time do we wait? To, to, uh, so Theresa May's been brought in as a full guy. Mm-hmm. She has to take oh, it. Yeah, she accepted. has to take it to the wire. Mm-hmm. You know, March twenty ninth, March thirtieth, October, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, she has to take it to the wire. It has to fail, mm-hmm. and then what has to fail? The whole Brexit. Um, the attempt at Brexit has to fail, right. and then, and then somebody who actually wants to be um, a good prime minister um, will then sweep in to to pick up the pieces. Yeah, when's this going to be though? Well, as I just said, it's either going to be um, it's either going to be October, October this year if it's mm-hmm. if it's the negotiation needs to end by October. And if it doesn't, I people are, yeah. So and so people are have got enough to say. Right, that is the deadline, and um, you know, not let it drag on week by week, week month by month into the end of March. Mm. But I don't know, but but it's somewhere between October and March the the twenty ninth. Um, that you know, the, the 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 process of Brexit has to has to fail, and. People have to say, right, well, this isn't working. You know, we're going to have to extend Article Fifty or have another referendum or I don't know the people's vote, something. But there has to be until you get to that timeline, you can't call it a failure. But so that's what I'm thinking. So at some at some point, we need to get to a point where it has failed. Theresa May's out, and either it's the Conservative government out, and it's a general election, or it's a new leader of the Conservative Party, but somebody who can say, right, well, this whole Brexit thing didn't work, and so therefore we're going to just put that off, forget that, and then start um, building again. Either so, and, and at, but at this point, we'll either have um, ended up with a, a a Brexit in name only, or hopefully even no Brexit at all, and we and we end up remaining. But then we can build from that point onwards. And we need someone, you know, someone who ha- who who brought who can bring the hope, like like Tony Blair did in two thousand in nineteen ninety seven, mm-hmm. where where there was actual hope and the whole country could get behind this leader. 
you know, mm. but for me, it has to. We have to hit rock bottom, so that we can then start going up again. And I think that's when you'll see that charismatic leader, either you know, coming in and taking over and leading the Conservatives or the Labour Party, or maybe it's this new party that Vince Cable's working on. I don't know. Hey. I don't know. I've got no idea. Vince Cable, the leader of the Lib Dems, what new parties he's working on? Oh, apparently that's why he wasn't at the uh, the vote. Was because he was having a meeting about this new pro EU party. The Lib Dems are supposed to be pro EU. <laughs> yeah, but they need another did, did one. You, did you not know that? Yeah, but the Lib Dems are tainted by tuition fees. Do you know that? I know. So they have to create a new party. There has oh, to then be a exactly. coalition of, of of the Remainers from. Well, I did hear that some of the Tories said that this week as well that there should be a cross party. I mean, they said that two years ago, and that would have been the most sensible thing to have cross cross party people to work out the best things rather than one 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 uh, party going completely Brexit and ignoring half the country and the other party also ignoring that and, and just going with them. So there should have really been cross-party support and they should have done it all together. Because it's like, this is a big thing, so we can't really afford to argue. We've only got two years. They should have got together and worked it out together. But clearly that's not how politics works in this country. It's all kind of one side against the other and... Yeah. And, um... Well, it's all bloody politicians, isn't it? Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> That's so... The with politics. It's full of politicians. So, so yeah, so on, on that note, so, I mean, okay, fine. So, fine, I will... I'll, I would say, so we, um... Okay, so I agree with you that we will need to go down a little bit further. So, I mean, at the moment, the latest polls were saying already... So, they're splitting the leave vote, interestingly. Mm. So, the latest poll, when they said, if they... If you had a vote on... Um, uh, on on the actual outcome of the negotiation, so you could remain, or you could go out without a deal, or you could go out with a deal. Um, so the remainers were always saying, you know, they find it very dangerous to give people the choice because they were afraid it's going to split the remain vote. But actually, it looks like it split the leave vote because remain came out at fifty five percent in that poll. No deal still at thirty three percent. So I think there's an awful lot of people who haven't quite grasped what that means. I just saw another one on Twitter who said, oh, but it's going to be fine to trade under WTO rules because real world will still want to sell us stuff. Well, yeah, they will, but there's nothing in place so that they can. So, you know, keep up, do some research. Um, actually, someone said that you, you don't just fall on WTO rules anyway. You have to go and apply at the World Trade Organization um, and how you're going to trade. And then we'll be the only country without any trade agreement. And you have to apply, and then you just need to wait for someone to, to veto that, and then where are you? Um, so anyway, so that's 33% who haven't quite cottoned on to, to what no deal means. Um, and there's only 17% actually want to go out with a deal. So that's actually very interesting, because that was supposed to be most leavers who wanted to leave, but wanted to have a deal. Because they were all saying, you know, because a lot of them were like, yeah, we're staying in the single market, yeah, we're staying in the customs union, we're going to have a better deal with the EU. That's what Boris Johnson was promising. Exactly, because that's what the promise was, that they're going to have a better deal than than we have now. Mm. So it's quite interesting that that's a very, very small number. So there's actually more levers now concerned with... um, uh, they'd rather go out without a deal because that's what the rhetoric from the Conservatives ha- has been so far. And they're clearly... I mean, I don't know what newspapers they read. 
Um, but yeah, so anyway, so that was an interesting poll. So I would agree with you that yes, we're not quite there. People just don't don't quite know yet. So it'd be good if the government does start sending the, out the leaflets over the summer so that people can see week by week. Um, oh right, you know. Um, so you're you, you're not gonna you're gonna have to stockpile food and don't book any holidays for next year because we can't guarantee the planes will still fly. Um, um, you know, if you have pre pre existing health conditions or are over a certain age, you know, um, um, you know, don't don't bother. You're not gonna have your European health card anymore. So you, you might not be able to go on holiday in Europe anyway if you can't afford the um, the travel insurance. Um, you know, so in all those kind of so hopefully as they they sort of tell people what it actually means to their lives, maybe a lot more people are gonna gonna get a bit more scared about what this means and how it's going to impact them, you know, mm. apart from the fact, oh, yeah, and don't bother, you know, all those jobs and services. That's another thing I saw. Some some stupid minister, or was it Ben Bradley? He's a stupid Brexiteer as well. Um, he was saying, it's a, it's a saying oh, yeah, it's it's fine because the white the white paper has something for the Remainers because it's, it's got the, the, the agreement on goods and services and we'll have financial markets too. And it's like, what? Did he not, did he not read the bloody thing? Yes, it's got the goods thing in there, but there's nothing on services. Eighty mm. percent of the economy completely ignored, mm. and there's nothing on financial services, which is where the banks are all going. All oh, right, well, they're completely ignoring us. We might as well go. Um, they just haven't got a clue, have they? And they just keep peddling. They don't even represent their own government's policy properly. So. Anyway, um, so maybe as people find out a bit more over the summer what no deal actually means, then maybe by the autumn when the government comes back and says, because they seem to be actively going towards no deal now, um, with going back on all the stuff they've already agreed, um, there won't be there won't be a deal because there's too many red lines, so there's nothing the EU can offer them, and they and all all Theresa May and her cronies have got is oh the EU needs to be more flexible. Why? Why should they? You're leaving the club. Why do they have to be flexible? I don't get this. So they're still in this wishful thinking thing. So they might well come back and by the autumn it's going to be no deal or we have to stay in. So yes, please, government, tell the people what it means to have no deal because that also means no transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe, maybe enough people will be bright enough to grasp that and they won't want that for themselves and their families. Um and and then maybe the autumn will be the right time. But it's, the thing is, it's not, it's too short notice to have another referendum, apparently, according to the lawyers. That would take too long to, to, um, um, to prepare. They can't, there's no legal recourse uh, because, you know, vote leave lied. So there's no, but the referendum wasn't legally binding. So there's no judge that can can tell them to, to simply annul the referendum and hold it again. That's impossible. So they, they said from from the beginning, they said the referendum being advisory and non-binding, the whole point about it being advisory, and that's why they didn't put a supermajority on it, because it was only advisory. So the whole thing, it's just a political exercise. So it is actually perfectly fine for politicians to say, look... We're, we're going to do this whole thing. We're going to rethink this whole thing. It is just political. It was political for Theresa May to come in and interpret the referendum as 
okay, people want to leave, so Theresa May is going to do this. Well, David Cameron. David Cameron. He could have done well, that. He, but he resigned. Yeah, but he it didn't have her. to. He could have said, "Right, fine, you've spoken. We take, we take the message right, on board." He could have. He could have. Done. Well, that's what they were supposed to do, especially as it was so close. So, you know, but she was the one who came in and said, right, it means we're going out of Af- everything that's got EU in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was her choice and all her stupid red lines. That was her choice. She didn't need to do this and she's ignored half the country. Um, and that's mm-hmm. only the half that actually voted. Right, so, let me just check the battery on my phone. Oh, dear. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll wrap this up. So, um, so yeah, it's, it was a political choice. So it's also a political choice to to stop it so maybe if there's enough feeling in the country but you know i don't know how politicians because the because the powerful ones like the erg just want to drive no deal through um so i don't know who's going to be powerful enough to stand up to them and say no we're not going to do that because that's too damaging but if we get too close to the deadline if we just go over i mean a we don't know whether the eu would extend article 50 Mm. Because they might not want to do that. They might yep. just want the UK out and be done yep. with it. Yep. Um, and then afterwards, and them, we'd have honest. to... Yeah, oh, absolutely. And then afterwards, we'd have to reapply. And that could take years. Mm. So, you know, so yes, yeah, sorry. As a remainder, my preferred option is to stay in. Because to go back in um, would take too long. Mm. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, yeah... But maybe the autumn is the right time. I still don't see that either party is going to come up with someone sensible. And, you know, there are some, some good backbenchers there. But I don't really see either of them as being charismatic. And, you know, apart from David Lammy, perhaps, on the Labour, Labour backbenchers. A lot of people have said he'd be good as Prime Minister. I agree, he'd be good. But Ken I Clark? don't know whether... Yeah, or Ken Clark, even though... I don't know. Was it on Romaniacs recently where they discounted him? Um, don't know. Hmm. But he's good. But David Lammy is is you know, is, is young and so he's got a bit more more oomph and he's Labour and I think we need someone Labour to come in and do it. I think he needs to take over from from this absolute failure, Corbyn. I mean, Corbyn is just. I had no opinion of him before he started, but. To call himself an opposition leader is just ridiculous. The man is absolutely useless. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I think we've just had a... But this was the answer to the question, so I think that was one of the bad circumstances that we've had, that we've not really had a proper opposition. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here either, I think. Hmm. So, yeah, no, I don't think it's all... Johnson's fault and I, I really don't want to give the man that much credit he's played a major part sure but there have also been quite a few more yeah no it's Lincoln North it's not going to vote anything other than Labour unfortunately so you know Corbyn's still going to be in there it's just going to be about um, the Labour membership needs to get rid of him but then apparently even momentum is is going against No Deal now, and that's against it. No Deal. So they're they're sort of they're oh yeah they're tabling it. Side. They're yeah. tabling it as a, a Labour Party conference um, yeah. motion. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we need. We need the forces in the Labour Party to to go against momentum. Them. 
Yeah, so well, momentum is what's influenced Corbyn and all that lot, yeah. But it was very telling that that Anna Subido, the Tory MP, said she would want to have cross-party, a cross-party alliance to sort it out. the last leg. Yeah, mm. but she said not... I saw a quote of it on Twitter before I watched the last leg. Has she but got she a job said, still? Has she been... not the not the Labour front bench, she said, which is interesting. Um, has she got a job? Has she got a job still? She's been, she's been fired for calling... <laughs> Calling Trump a well, dickhead. Well, she can't be fired. She's an MP. <laughs> she could be deselected. Lots of people have been calling for her deselection, so that's not you know. But I think this is also an interesting thing about her because she's a lawyer and she's very outspoken. Um, but it's almost like she thinks, well, it doesn't matter if you know, because she's not a she's not a career politician. So it's almost like she said, you know, and I, and I like that. Maybe that's all MPs should have a fallback job. So they're not so afraid to hang on to their job as a as a politician, but they know mm. that if I if I if I don't get voted in again, I've got another job to go to, I can go back and be a lawyer again or whatever, you know. I think that's good because then they've actually worked in the real world. They've worked so, uh, so yes, you shouldn't have career politicians just so that they actually know what what people are talking about about jobs and business, so that they've got a bit of a clue about something out there in the non-political world, mm. but also so that they've got, you know, just like, just like actors, we would say they should have a, a, a job to go to if it doesn't work out, you know? And politicians should be the same because I think a lot of politicians, a lot of MPs are just hanging on. They're just voting whatever just to, to save their own skin, mm. to save their own jobs and never mind about everybody else's. And I think we've got a career politician as well. Um, he may have been something else beforehand, I don't know, but um, we've got that same problem because he was for Remain when his Prime Minister was for Remain and as soon as the new Prime Minister was for Brexit, I think now he's even connected to the ERG. So he clearly, I've seen him on the list of MPs who have given money to the ERG. It's not something that you, you have to do if you're an MP. So he's, you know, and he's, he's what now? He's the Justice Secretary. So it's worked out all right for him. But he's not going to get my bloody vote next time, that's for sure. Yeah. And with that, she's off. Well, yes. thank you very much well, for being Washington's on my... Well, beeping, so... <laughs> thank you for being on my... Saved by the bell. Thank you for being on, <laughs> being on my boo. Which is long enough now. Um, so, yes, um, well, thank you very much for listening this long. Hopefully that wasn't too long an answer for you, Paul. <laughs> um, I'm only trying to answer a question but then hopefully you already knew what you're letting yourself in for if you're asking both of us a question that this might might take a while to answer but anyway I hope that satisfies you but any any more questions let us know <laughs> but I hope we've answered it I think so yeah, yeah. thanks for listening to the booth bye